Have you ever? So we're in. Yeah, this was Ghent, right? Like old medieval Brussels, uh, Belgian town, right? Yeah, city, yeah, yeah. tiny streets, old buildings, blah, blah blah blah. We're sitting on the tour, and they're telling us about like whatever building we were in front of, and we turn around to go move. And have you ever seen a Dodge Ram in real life? Dodge Ram, like the pickup truck. It's not a pick. Uh, is that a pick? Is it technically a pickup truck? Uh, which one is? Yeah, it's a pickup truck, right? Yeah, Dodge yeah. Ram. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You ever yeah. see these fucking things in real life? They're fucking huge. Yeah, they yeah, are, with a huge mouth grill. Yeah. yeah, they are gigantic, and we're in this yep. tiny street, and these two fuckwits are just like, "Hey, we need to go through this street," and are just driving this tank around this tiny fucking place. Yeah, and it's like. Again, Dodge Rams. Dodge Rams are for like ranchers and stuff like that. They're for yeah. Even then, like, I, I, are you familiar with the term wank panzer that's being doing the rounds? I, I am familiar. Yes, yeah, is. this is a hundred percent what like the amount of coping happening with this vehicle is ridiculous. You do not need. Oh, they have such a tiny penis. Like, yeah, it's, like it's you do not need yeah. a, a thing this size if you're in a city. Or like not in harsh terrain. It's the 9th of May 2023 and this is the Game Engine Start Podcast. My name is Ewan. My name's Callum. This is me fresh back from holiday, back from the continent, back from... Yeah, I, the fact that you say back from the continent like you're some sort of conqueror. Or well, you like know, a, you know, is that not what people call it? The one of those seasoned, seasoned travellers, the yeah. people with the big moustaches that talk about going from the continent. <laughs> back from Central Europe, let's say that. There you go, that's better. Uh... At least yeah, you're not saying that you were on safari, which meant no, you like shot an elephant no, in the no, face no. or something like that. No, 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 not much to, not much to shoot in Belgium. <laughs> I don't think. No, who knows? I, I would hope not. Um, yes, coming back to feeling exhausted and feeling like I need another holiday, and I don't know why. I this is did I say this on air last time, or did I just say it to you that I felt like shit for a while? Is this? St- uh, I, I can't remember. remember it on but... while we we're recording, I feel I feel like shit for like weeks now. And I went on holiday for like a week and a bit and felt totally fine. Like absolutely, yeah. like totally great. Came back. I spent a day like just cleaning the house and getting stuff all in order. And then woke up the next day and I was like, I feel like shit again. Like all my muscles are sore. Everything hurts. What the fuck is going on? And it's like, either I've got some weird post COVID thing that is not going the fuck away or I'm turning or I'm 35. And I think it's more likely the latter than the it's former. It's probably the latter. It's, but I'm now, as yeah. of next week, I'm going to. I have a PT as of next week. And I'm oh my go god, there <laughs> to beat shit out of me until like my muscles start working again. He's gonna get. He's gonna get jacked. He's gonna. Get... No, I'm not gonna get jacked. It was funny because you're gonna be like the fucking people in my office that sit and talk about fucking no G intake and their their dudes, bench and no. stuff like that. So I I get put in contact because obviously my wife's got. a a PT and she yeah. was just like, Hey, do you just want to talk to her and see what she says? And yeah, talk to her. And it was like, Yeah, this'll be this'll be fine. And one of the things she asked me was like, So what are your goals for the thing? For for like is there like a goal? I want to not feel for? like shit. Yeah, kind yeah. of. And it was like, well, one of the main ones is like to not feel like shit for a lot of the time. 
But I was thinking about it, I was like, actually, one of the goals I probably actually do have, well, three goals. One, I don't want to feel like shit. Two, I want a list of things I can do regularly to stop me from becoming like a decrepit six foot two person who's unable yeah. to move. And yeah. three, like, I want to be able to touch my toes. And it's Can you not weird. do that? No. I've never been able oh. to touch my toes. Well, since I've known, okay. since I've thought about it, I've never been able to touch my toes. Like, I'm gonna, you keep talking. I'm going to try and touch, you're gonna my toes try right touch your toes. You're going to try and touch your toes live on air? Okay, yeah. We're going <gasps> to test this out here. Like, from yeah, standing, straight leg. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, but you do, like, you, like, bike shit. Like, you're... You're ah, it's, it's true. way more But that's not like flexibility. I've always I've always been kind of more flexible, but that's yeah, fair enough. There was a the one I, that, did, I think um, the moment I knew I needed to do there was, I was what was I what even was happening? I think I had like muscle I had like a nerve thing in my leg at one muscle point. atrophy. Yeah, muscle kind of just started. No, but there, there was there was one specific thing I went to the doctor um there was a nerve in my leg that was giving me jet. Oh, I remember this. Yeah, you were like, "Oh, but I walk everywhere my leg should work." And he was like, "Yeah, that doesn't count." That's, That's not the thing. But also, but yeah. they, they said like, "Hey, maybe you should go to like a physio and see if they can give you like stuff to like really stretch out whatever areas are causing yeah, problems." Yeah. I went to a physio. And they put me on the table. And he was like, "Okay, so we just we just want to do uh like range of motion stuff." So it was like, "How far can you stretch your arms?" like all this kind of stuff. I got to my legs. I yeah. lie, lie on the back of this bed. And he's like, okay, can you lift your leg like directly up, like 90 degrees to your body and your left leg? I lift it up and I got like, oh, let's let's generously say 40 to 40, no, like 45, 50 degrees rather than 90. Sure. And the guy was like, oh no, can you get it like 90 degrees up? And I said, no. He was like, what do <laughs> you mean? This is my limit, sir. He was like, yeah. what do you mean? It's like, I can't do much more than that. My lo- This is my muscle like locked. And he was like, are you... Really? And he grabbed, he grabbed my leg and just started to push it. And he was like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. there was like enough resistance where he obviously wasn't going to go too far. There was enough resistance where, oh, and started writing things down on a clipboard. And I went, Oh shit. Oh no. That's the last Your thing. Dude's you muscles are fucked. That's yeah, <laughs> exactly. So my plan is to flexibility, stamina. Yeah, a better, a better flexibility. Is yeah, would be, would be great. So that's my plan as of next week now that I'm back. Is that's that's good for you. Old. Well done. Holy shit! Yeah. It sucks. It really happens, sucks. happens to everybody. That's just. Oh, anyway, um, literally just turned thirty-one. Exactly. Right. Well, like, well, yeah, of course. Right. Yeah, thirty is. God, that means I'll be thirty-six this year. Holy shit! Yeah, forgot about yeah. that. I managed to hide that for a while. Um, now you're on, you're you're now on the downward slope towards forty, which is oh, that's Jesus, pretty good. Don't even remind me. I got I got I had to get wills sorted. I know, I remember holiday. this as well. And I, yeah. I had to ping you, and was like, hey, if we all fucking die, are you okay just handing our shit out? Is that okay? It's like, yes, it's fine. But it was just like, doing wills is such a... Um, it's not something you ever want to think experience. about, really. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Ugh. Anyway. Um, but it's, uh, there are games. Actually, games happened. Yeah, some games. That we can actually yeah. talk about. And there's one we're going to get to. We're going to talk about... Uh, Jedi Survivor, I assume. We're going to talk about Redfall. Yes. I've got a weird... Uh, for as much thing. as we can talk about Redfall. Dude, yeah, we're going to have to talk about Redfall because it's... We'll get to it. But, uh, but I can start with a small thing I was playing when I was loading up my Steam Deck for for traveling. Um, oh yeah, you've traveled. You can play, talk about travel video games. Dude, yeah. the Steam Deck still feels like magic. See, when you're playing like a yeah, proper great, actual video yeah. game in a plane... It's real weird. It's really, really strange. Um, but as I was loading stuff up, 
there's a game on wishlist that came into early access called Shadows of Doubt, which is a kind of very generic name. But I've seen this advertised. This was so on my Steam front page. It is. I'm going to throw a bunch of genre tags at you. It is a okay procedurally generated okay voxel art okay immersive sim okay noir detective game okay in a cyberpunk world sure still sounds interesting so all of these things together make this game this thing is kind of wild in a way that's like there's a there's a real great so god where do you even start so it's 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 everything I said, right? So you they they give you a when you start the game up, they're like, "Hey, we have like a scripted case in a preset world. You should do this first to learn how the game works." And it's like, "Yeah, sure, that makes total sense." That is all I've done so far because there's a lot in there, but it is like a first person like it's immersive sim in the way that there's like there's just items or like stuff to interact with everywhere and as a detective your whole job is to go in and like examine everything kind of it's that kind of level of immersive sim like it's like the can you flush the toilets style of emergency sim. Like yeah everything's yeah, interactive yeah. your your deus ex level of totally can you yeah. pick stuff up and throw it and, but yeah. you're a detective and this mission gets you to solve a murder so you get a note under the door that says hey go find this person and you have to do everything from like looking up the city directory to find out where this person lives, going to their house. You can't get in their house because the door is locked, shutting down security at the building to get into their house, finding the body, scanning their fingerprints, scanning other fingerprints in the house to see which ones don't match. Rifling. It's it's an immersive sim. Can you not just jump through the window? Is that not a thing? The windows don't open. It's the one thing I've seen so far, which is like, why don't the windows open? But, the every single one of the um air vents are accessible so you know snake uh, you know pros and cons um but yeah so you you dig through their trash to find notes you find a receipt that's for a, a diner that they went to you find their work id so you know where they work you go to their work you um their work is locked down Jesus in a bunch of security. like it's it's all there as very immersive sim it's that's like super next immersive, level immersive sim, sim. Yeah. Um, and the other I've thing, always wondered what an immersive sim detective game would be like. This, it sounds exactly right? like and this. Yeah. And it's procedural, right? So they can generate worlds. They can well, well they yeah, say worlds. different places world and different is, buildings. The world appears and... to be like four or five city blocks kind of in a square. But it so has... I guess my, I was going to say my question of like, if you're talking about procedural in the context of like a immersive sim, right, where it could... I guess it can't procedurally generate its way into not being completable if you know what i mean like you can't procedurally generate a situation where oh yeah the doors here don't work or you can't jump through windows yeah, or whatever so, like how what what about it is procedural is so i have point, it, so, I I, so it's the world generation it's the case it's the people it's also oh, it's everything everything is procedural as, oh, as far okay. as i can tell so again i have not fucked too much with the actual like generating a totally brand new case like in a procedural world i've only done the scripted thing to kind of see how the game is how the game wants you to play so that I can then sure, go into the yeah. procedural stuff. But theoretically, the whole thing is procedural, right? You start a world. It's kind of like Minecraft and like you generate a world and then you can go into that world and you can solve a bunch of cases in that world. Um, But yeah, so it's got... So the other big thing about it is it's got a proper-ass case board. Like, 
everything you pick up can goes on the case board and you can draw string between those things to create links between those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, you got like an actual case yeah, board? Yeah, like That's straight up, cool. like, and it's just in your inventory and you can pan around it and like bring stuff up and you can minimize things and, and create connections nice. and do all this kind of stuff. Like you find a location in the city directory and you can pin it to the board and then create a waypoint to that thing from the board and go there and then it tells you where to go. And it's like all, again, this is early access to be clear, but all the bits are there for this to really work quite well. It's the only downside I can see. Well, one of the downsides I can see so far is like, it does not hold your, again, early access. They haven't done a full tutorial, but it does not hold your hand like at all. There's a lot of, right. This the scripted case has a lot of like tutorial prompts. So like one of the things, and again, this seems to be slightly different for a bunch of people because I tried looking around and seeing how other people were solving this case. Um, so one of the things I did was one of the things I found in the trash was like a receipt for a diner. So I went to the diner and you ask the people in diners like, "Hey, do you recognize this person?" Because you've got a print out of their their you've taken a photo of their face. Do you recognize who this is? And they're all like, "No." And why would I tell you? And then you slip them some money. And you're like, "Yeah, he was here, X amount of time, yeah, or whatever sure. it was." Um. And then the game is like, hey, a thing you might want to do here is look at the security footage of this diner. I'm like, that's a thing you can do? That, sure. And you're yeah. like, okay. And I broke into the back office and found their computer. So that's a whole other level of it. That's a whole other immersive sim thing to go and do. Yeah. To right? get information for your first immersive sim task. That's yes. pretty cool. Yeah. That's, so you yeah. go in, so you go into the computer and you access the surveillance system and you know what time he was there based on the receipt that you found. And you go back in time to where he was and he's sitting across from someone else who's there whose face you can print off a picture of and then go find out who they are. And again, this is the scripted mission, right? I don't know how yeah, much yeah. of this carries over into the procedural stuff. But again, they are showing you all the bits of interaction that you can use, right? Yeah. And then the final You're showing they're showing you how this could potentially exactly. go down and up and they They're showing you how the security yeah. systems work. They're showing you how they're interacting with computer systems. They're showing you their traversal mechanics. They're showing you all of this kind of stuff. How to how to look for leads, how to follow how up to, on how them to and, talk yeah. to um witnesses and like ask them stuff. And if you've got evidence, you can present the evidence and show them that like all the bits are there. And then the final part of it is you go to City Hall and you do a you get a they call them it's like case requisition form or something like that and mm. it's basically like straight up it's like six questions and it's like who's the killer and then there's just a blank space for a name and you can like click the yep. thing and click one of the people on your case board and it'll do that like have you arrested them so you have to go and if you can go find them in the world you can then go fucking cuff them for more money you don't have to do that but you can um what uh what was the other, there's a couple other questions and like, like where did it happen um, where do they work? There's a bunch of questions around the case that you basically have to fill out. Um, and it's kind of wild. Like this thing is, it's, it's going it for a really lot. interesting. It's yeah, going to really try lot. and yeah. So we, we should do a video on it and try it just in the procedural. Uh, yeah. I'd love to you. see it. It sounds really cool. Yeah. It looks it the looks of it. Remind me a lot of, um, what was the game? The cyberpunk taxi driver game. That I like cloudpunk. From early- Cloudpunk, it's got that kind of look to it in terms of like the voxel stuff. Yeah. And their um, upcoming game where you run a shop Nivalis, in that world, yeah, right? Navalis, that's one. Really looking hear, forward to that game. We're going to hear more about that soon, according to their Twitter, by the way. Good. Um, I'm very excited. But yeah, Shadows of the Doubt, it's super interesting. And I found a bunch of my other friends on Steam. A couple of others have picked them up who I would not have expected. And I didn't know this thing existed 
I must have wishlisted it ages ago, and suddenly it was here. Um, it's early access. There's a lot of like, there's a couple of like control problems, but like it's functional in a yeah. way that you can see a core of something really cool here. Um, so that's Shadows of Doubt. It's on Steam at the minute. Um, it technically works on a Steam Deck. It's not great at switching between. It needs a lot of mouse interaction right now, so it's maybe not a great Steam Deck game, but it's it, it's there. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's let's talk about Redfall before we get into sure. the good game. Um, yeah. So Redfall. I've got a lot out. to say about the good game. So yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. This is why I'm trying to get it. So we. So the plan originally was for us is Redfall came out on Tuesday and I was still on holiday yeah. and I got back Thursday. So I was yeah. like, hey, when I get back Thursday, Friday we'll jump on and we'll play some co-op Redfall. And Thursday, Tuesday night, I get yep. a message from you going, yo, this thing is bad. And yeah. I'd already seen the so reviews. So I have a I have a I have a standing Tuesday night hangout with a bunch of my mates. Yeah. yeah. And Three of them were away doing stuff in Final Fantasy fourteen, leaving right. me and my one other friend who are both big Arcane fans. So I was just like, hey, do you want to just play Redfall? Like, I know it sounds bad. Do you want to see what it's like? And she sure. was like, yeah, sure, let's do it. So we played co-op Redfall while they were right. doing Final Fantasy stuff. So yep. yeah, that's how I ended up doing it. Yeah. And then I, 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 you were like, this is bad. This is, the reviews yeah. are right. All of this kind of stuff. Yep. And then I got back Thursday. I had to fix my PC which I'll mm-hmm. get to. And I was like, okay, cool, I'm downloading Redfall. And you were like, oh no, I uninstalled that shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, I've never yeah, played I'm that game again. Yeah, I'm it's not like, playing that game anymore. So I went, okay, this sounds pretty bad. And I went to my wife and was like, hey, do you want to come jump in this game for like a couple hours and see what it was? Um, your Redfall is abysmal in yeah. a way that a game has not been abysmal in a I... while. I like, didn't understand it when people were talking about it and were saying it was an embarrassment. Yeah. And then I played it and I was like, oh no, fuck, this is like, you it shouldn't is, have put this out. Like, this it, game is bad, bad. The game doesn't make sense in yes. a way that, like, I don't know how this is the assembly of things that get put together as a God, there's so much stuff here. So, like, Huge fans of Arcane's previous works, oh, even the ones, even yeah. the ones that don't go well. Like I liked Deathloop, well, but the, never even, got into even finishing the, it. The the developers of Redfall's last game, which was yeah. Prey, exactly, which is like, a game that is still to this day criminally underrated. Yeah, one of and, my favorite yeah. games of all time. Right, like yeah, like a, huge an fans incredible of immersive sim, amazing style, and really cool. Yeah, like brilliant thing. It yeah. feels like. It feels like this was made by like twelve people on that team as like a vanity project. Like I yeah, don't understand the... how that team puts this thing together. Like in ways that don't make like so even it, it doesn't even feel it doesn't even feel like an arcane game. Like, no, it, it doesn't. It feels like somebody else made this, and arcane yeah. were just like, yeah, sure, we'll put that out, and then yeah. that's and it's like yeah. it, it doesn't even so like even the progression from like. So Arcane have a very distinct visual style, right? You look at the Sonor, you look yeah. at Prey, they have a look to their games, right? Yeah. And even Deathloop, which it still had still yep. had that style, but in a very different way. Yep. Like this game looks like it was done in like a different engine. So yeah, I, I'll I'll give you style wise, i.e. art style, 
I still see arcane in it. It has that sure. weird kind of weird kind of like long limb, not amorphous, but like weirdly stretched out human human yeah. thing that you see in stuff like Dishonored and stuff like yeah. that. The vampires especially look yes. like an arcane character. Yes. And even, um, even but everything the, else, yeah, I totally agree with you. <laughs> even some of the locations, like that opening shot of like the 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 pushed back water with the boats, like that's a cool design. Yeah, really like, cool visual. That arcane visual is really good. But, but point point one as to why this game is so weird that that was shown to you in still images and like an animated, even, an animated picture basically. There aren't any cutscenes like no, it's just yeah, pictures exactly. It's like yeah. every single moment of this game looks like it had to be cut for time, right? Like mm, there are mm. no animated cutscenes. It's all static stuff. Even the in-game cutscenes are like the th- I don't even know what the term would be but like static models that they pan around and do st- like nothing is animated yeah. in that way there is the yeah, there's no animated thing yeah and then you get into the actual game and it just feels terrible terrible like yeah. in a way that you've I oh so the the one for me I got was uh, I got a like I picked up a, a like a burst assault rifle um yeah. and it's a three shot burst right so you can if you click the mouse, it fires one. If you press and hold the mouse, it fires three and then stops, right? It's a burst rifle. Yeah. But if you yeah. fire one bullet, like a click with one bullet, it feels like it waits for the three-round burst time to All reset the itself. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like single clicking to like do single shots. And it's like, it's not registering clicks because it feels like it's like still waiting for the burst to finish. And it's like, it just feels insane. Like, it feels like, like, Arcane have never had, like, the best shooter mechanics. But like, no, Prey, absolutely not. Prey like, was Prey, functional. Prey's, yeah, Prey worked, but they got, and it, it was a bit, when you use, like, pistols and shotguns and stuff, it was a bit floaty. Yeah. But they got around it with, like, creatively designed guns, like the QB yeah, exactly. and the glue gun and stuff like that, where it didn't matter how it felt, because it had this specific purpose. Yeah. Um... Deathloop didn't feel that bad. No, Deathloop it felt, was fine. Totally. I thought it was yeah, it was perfectly okay. It felt totally fine. Dishonored and stuff, even they fine. Like the shooting may be a bit floaty, but functional, perfectly yeah, okay. But Deathloop is a game feels actively bad. Deathloop like, is a game about guns, right? It was a game yeah. as a shooter at that point, and like yeah. this feels like a different. But like, this feels actively guns. Guns have like no impact. No. Very Absolutely little none. or ridiculous amounts of recoil. Yes. The 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 difference between guns don't like shooting a pistol at someone feels the same as shooting a shotgun. There's no difference. Like the, the just just damage wise is what I mean. Like I can mm. run up to a, vamp- a vampire and shoot it in the head with a pistol, or shoot it with a shotgun. It does exactly the same thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it doesn't it doesn't matter because they feel exactly the same as well. There's no impact difference. Yeah. So why the fuck does it matter what the hell I'm using? Yeah, there's some unique guns. There's like stake throwers and there's like a yeah, unique yeah. gun and stuff like that. The stake thrower but feels fine, but like general uh, gunplay. Even then, like yeah, 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 yeah gunplay totally. just feels bad. Like it's just yeah. And then on top of all of that, like I have never seen enemy AI this bad. Like yeah, like yeah. just we were doing the we were doing the 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 cinema thing and the cinema is like the first enclosed area that's like kind of dark and moody and like you kind of need to yeah. go through it in a, in, in a particular way sorry no it was the the hospital hostel sure, and yeah. um i'm walking forward and i turn a corner and there's a vampire right there and i go oh shit and jump back around the corner and i was like oh cool he didn't see me and then my wife goes around the corner and just stands there and the vampire is just staring at her and she's like yeah it's not moving and I pop out, yeah. and I, we're just both standing there. He's just not moving, looking directly yeah. at us. Every enemy in this game 
feels like it just it can't see you half the time. Yeah, and I don't... And even, if, even if it does see you, it it feels like it has problems interacting with yes. you. Yes, yeah. like the, the pathfinding cult, the cult seems people, broken. Pathfinding is weird. Like if you interact with the other humans that are part of the cult that shoot guns at you, yep. they like barely hit you yep. and stuff like that, and then run run behind cover in weird ways. The vampires either like sort of loop around you and don't hit a lot or do their weird vampire teleport to another side of the map and then stop interacting with you like the combat doesn't feel like it has consequence or like anything like that because like nothing takes you don't take damage very much no the only time i died when i was playing it is because my co-op partner shot an explosive thing next to me yeah that's like it was not that's the only time i went down was that exact thing and enemies enemies don't fight you Guns don't feel good to you, so like combat is completely pointless at that point. And it's an arcane game where you assume that there would therefore be a different way of dealing with problems because nope. it's arcane. They design these worlds with like different ways of doing stuff, and this is like not everything comes down to you shoot that guy in the face. Yeah, eventually and they have like sure, they have... sure you can go on like the roof and find a different route down or whatever. So but that's you're thing... going to shoot that vampire. It's... They have the tutorial slides early on that's like hey to get into the fire station there's three ways of doing it you can go through the front door you can go through the roof mm, or there's mm. some third way of doing it and you're like oh cool here's the arcane bit right yeah and like we have so i didn't have any like i was the i was jacob the sniper and yes. the other one was shocker Div- how did i, I know, know you right that character, and yeah. davinder was the other one i think that yes that, that was who i was playing yeah, yeah. so uh, yeah. and my wife was davinder and we're just like okay so we don't have any like mobility up like we don't have super jumps we don't have any of that kind of stuff so we're like okay let's just get in the roof one fucking platforming the way up to that roof holy yeah. shit yeah fuck and then you're just like okay and then you just jump in and you just save yourself a bit of combat but you still have to shoot that guy in the face and it's like yep and just yep. weird and then just like and then on top of all of that just all of the like polish stuff that's just not there like i was getting i was getting like tutorialization prompts that my co-op partner wasn't getting um they were unclear about what happens with loot so we're like doing the thing that you shouldn't have to do in these games anymore where you're just like okay if i pick this thing up can you also pick this thing up yeah do I you know have that, that thing well, yeah. like all of that was there and it's just and just none of it's good and it's yeah it's a it game feels like moving around feels bad it like you unlock every character gets their own like arcane movement ability like arcane love doing their here's your blink thing that lets you move around the map all crazy you don't get that for a while for a start Mm -hmm. so you're running around on foot for ages which doesn't feel great and even then the blink is like varies wildly between so i don't know what the the sniper guy's like blink move is I don't but, have it. I didn't get it. So sure, so I think it's like level five or something. Unlock it. But Devinder has like a Unreal Tournament style translocator. Yes. So he like throws a disc and then teleports to it, and then your t- your partner can also teleport to it. Yep. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. I guess it's like it's dishonored blank, but you can do it with your teammates. That's fine. Mm-hmm. And my friend who's playing can't remember the name of the character, but it's the 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 woman, the the mage woman, the woman with the purple magic. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, and her movement ability is she makes like an elevator that's like a bounce pad yep that is like useless like we could not find really? a use for it at all like you can use it to like get onto roofs and stuff like that but that's kind of it whereas Devinder you can like go distance you can like yeah. get from one place to another so we were using mine mostly because it meant we could get onto rooftops and then skip a whole bunch of combat just by jumping between rooftops sure which 
you shouldn't have to do in your game, but when your combat feels that bad, yeah. it's not. No one also, wants to do you it. Don't, it's, yeah. You don't need it for the combat. Like, I was never. No, not like, at all. I, I mean, this in the nicest possible way, right? Like, my wife doesn't play first person shooters, right? She does not mm. play those games. And we were playing on medium, and it was like, it was a cakewalk. Like yeah, absolutely. She didn't, she didn't die. Like I said, once. there is no threat. Yeah, there is no threat. And it's like, like and even she said at the end, there was like, I felt that was really easy. I'm like, yeah, kind. Of, it was. It was. It was. Yeah. It was. It's wild. But and like, like the game, and like even arcane, like the arcane stuff that arcane normally do well. Like the characters are all really bad. Like mm-hmm. there's no interesting character. The writing's not great. The world, while it looks nice, with it being like a midwestern sort of town like university town sort of thing well it mm-hmm. looks nice like it has that sort of yeah, like yeah. idyllic I, quality to it it's not anything special like it's it's kind of weird this game um i this game looks awful like in a way oh. that i don't understand like again in a way i don't understand right if you're iterating on the same technology from the people that, that made prey a game that looks like that yeah death loop a game with an immense sense of style and like yeah. really yeah. detailed interiors like everything in this game looks like muddy and flat like textures haven't loaded half the time i, I th- that's that's the whole i think that's the summary of the whole thing is like i don't know how this happened like yeah, something I don't either. Yeah. catastrophic happened during the production of this thing. There was a report today I'm seeing completely unsourced, like take with it a complete grain of salt. But there was a report from a French outlet today that was like, the internal politics of Arcane was, we know this thing is fucked. Or Microsoft said, we know this thing is fucked. We need to get this out the door so we can get you onto the other project that's good. And like right, whether okay. that's true or not, like and again, completely unsourced. Like I got it from a random thing. Yeah, I would believe it because there are like, but like, what what is the, what is the thing? Do they get Arcane Austin to work on a Leon game? Like, is it Dishonored Three or something? Like, what maybe is the, who knows? But they they yeah, have they have knows, another project. Yeah. They have another unannounced project right now that they are working on, and it was just like, but I don't. Oh, I. <sighs> fuck i i just don't i don't understand this game i do not understand how the studio puts yeah. this thing out and especially because like well like you said if that if that report is right and like we said it's completely unsourced yeah. like if if they got told by a high up wrap this hey, thing up fucking put this thing out yeah then the i guess that's just what they had to do like that is yeah but even which, like but that game also got delayed like six months right and it was yeah like, that's also what did true that game, yeah. what did that game look like six months ago like there's yeah. if you fix the ai maybe that's no probably not even that like if you fix the no, AI, like, like i said because you said you said this when i when i had played it and you weren't mm-hmm. you were like oh if you fix the ai maybe that game's good because all yeah. everything you'd seen on twitter at that point was about the ai which is fair enough that yeah. blew up on twitter it was like, the easiest thing to AI see. Stuff. and i was like nah dude this thing is like to its core bad like the, it's, it's not just the ai it's everything else as well and it's not even it's, like they're trying something particularly novel again no not a thing that like arcane at least does like Deathloop is interesting mechanically even if it's kind of just a shooter like praise oh yeah but yeah that that game has like that game has like style functioning combat an interesting premise decent writing like a whole bunch of stuff that helps Deathloop yeah but like this is just like got none of that no not at all yeah I, I just I don't know how you get here I do not know how you get here like something happened to this game and I hope somebody figures it out and writes a big 
expose in like five years time or whatever i'd love to know i would love something to know, like has to have happened here yeah right? and the hope is again because i think you said with like when all this was kicking off and we were like super super worried i think you were like is this the end of arcane i was like i don't think it's going to be that much but i think what this game shows is a couple of things one i think the next thing we're going to get is something like a dishonored three like something yeah. safe something yeah. very like something arcane with can, a name that people know yeah, and something yeah. that arcane can do to claw back some that's what I mean. I, when, when I said when I said the death of Arcane, I didn't I didn't actually think they were going to be like, oh shit, this is going to go so bad, mm. they're going to close the studio. I meant that like Arcane historically have made games for game critics. They're yes. games that like review really really well and are really cool and have good concepts and a bunch of stuff, but they don't fucking sell. Yeah. Like they they are not they are not bangers on the charts. Like yeah. they don't do great but the people that play them know they're really good and really like them like Deathloop and like Prey and stuff yeah. like that like it's that sort of thing and like, so I was like surely they cannot put out another game that is like if, if they put out another arcane game where all the reviews were like this thing is really cool and then no one buys it I would still be worried yeah. but this thing is a game that is now universally panned and is also bad for everybody Yeah. so now I'm like do they stop arcane from making stuff for a while and be like you need to figure something out but who knows if that story ends up being true then yeah, who knows like, but like arcane like is kind yeah. of arcane is kind of one of the 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 jewels in bethesda's crown right and now that they're microsoft owned like, i mean are they like anymore yeah, i mean yes like, yes I, I i fully believe they are and i think Dishonored's too powerful to to not and i think that's sure yeah such the power a of dishonored is probably fair i think yeah. that should do a such a reputation that i think they'll be fine especially with like microsoft backing them like i think they'll be fine i think this is a misstep and they can go from here provided yeah i I don't i fully don't expect them to be shut down purely because they're owned no but also you don't want them to become like a you don't want them to become like a support studio for like another ip right you want of course not yeah i want them to keep making arcane games games. arcane games when they're good are great yeah but but here's the uh, the thing for me i think i was trying to get to this is like like deathloop was had a bunch of interesting things about it Prey is a really good immersive sim. Dishonored, like, revamped that whole genre and, like, brought it back and did all this kind of stuff. Redfall's a loot shooter. Like, that's it. Yes. Right? Yeah, it's a, a loot shooter, yeah. so wildly off any of the competition in that space that you're just like, if the one thing they learn from all of this is, like, you need to let Arcane go be fucking weird, right? You yeah, need to let sure. Arcane go and do their own thing. Because again, if somebody had come to Arcane and was like, hey, take your house style and add it to something we can add a bunch of DLC and loot into, like, maybe that's how you get here. Yeah, yeah. And then, but, it's, it, yeah, I just don't, I don't understand it. And like, God help, like, I feel so bad for those devs, like, oh, of course. Ton, yeah, yeah. ton of work went into this, as it always does, like, this is 100% a direction and or management and or funding problem like it like you don't you don't get here without some top level decisions being real rough and i don't know what those things are but man it's produced one of the most disappointing things i think i've ever seen it's just it's so wild it's absolutely wild yeah it's it's totally bizarre yeah yeah, it's so strange um yeah god I mean, it's on Game Pass, so you can go see for yourself. Yeah. You'll know very absolutely. quickly. 
so glad I didn't have to pay full price for it. Oh, absolutely. Hell, like, absolutely. Yeah. God. Yeah. Wild. That would be that would be upsetting. Um and then, and then again, well, like I said to you, we were talking about it like two days or three days after it is like the sixth year anniversary of Prey coming out. Yeah, right. And you're like, man, people still haven't played that game. Yeah. And then Red falls out and it's yeah. The the, the fact like uh, yeah, days after days after that game coming out and most of the articles and outlets I see is like have you heard of this game called Prey? <laughs> yeah. It's like people Remember going Prey? like, just let's, let's ignore this dreadful thing. But while we're all talking about Arcane, have you heard this thing? God. Have you heard of Prey? Yeah. yeah. Who knows? But I was talking about it fucking pre- all yeah, we can on the podcast. Time, yeah. The Preycast. Um, yeah. No, let's not. No. Um, no. No, let's not call it that. Um, let's talk about what appears to be a very good game then because I am fascinated to hear you. Yeah. And I am going to rein you the fuck in here because I feel like you could go I, for ages here. So we're I, gonna, I, could, I could, I won't, but I yeah. could go for a long time about this. So let's but, talk um, about, let's talk about Jedi Survivor. Is yeah. this game, I, yeah, like the, this appears to be pretty universally yeah. one of the best Star Wars games so, of all time. So massive asterisk before okay. I start talking about oh, this Oh yes, game. of course. I'm going to deal with this up front because this is the only way you can deal with it. Huge asterisk. I know the performance problems are bad with Jedi Survivor. Yep. It is is widely known at this point there are performance issues. That sucks. I feel very bad for people that have bought this game and can't play it because the performance is bad. Games are hard to make, but they probably shouldn't come out this this level of broken. And I get it, it's hard for PC because there's a bunch of different specs you have to put into play, but it sucks. So I am one of the lucky people that gets to play this game with little to minimal issues. So this I, is, I've had some issues that I will talk about, but yeah. This was my experience with Cyberpunk, is I was watching everyone go, this game is fucking broke. Like, I didn't have any issues with yeah. that game. Like, this happens sometimes because yeah. PCs are weird. So just, just to be clear, yeah. what are you running, just like, what, graphics card-wise? Oh, God. Hang on, I need to pull up my system information okay. now, so I can actually remember you, it any second time. While, you, while you're looking it up, did I... Imagine, yeah. did you get a PC like within the last year? Did you buy a pre-build yeah, or something? Yeah, like, like a year, year or a year, okay. a year and a half or something like I that. I'd... It wasn't a pre-build, but it was like one of the places where you pick it out and someone builds oh, it for yeah, you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I'd drink Can't be that. fucked building a computer anymore. Like, doesn't matter. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm running 12th Gen i7. Yep. Uh, 3070 Ti. Right. On Windows 10. Because that matters, apparently. 32 gig of RAM. Really? Okay. Like yeah, apparently that matters. Some people are saying that like Windows 11 kills it. Some people are saying that Windows 10 in specific configurations kills it. Like weird. It's yeah. Okay. So I am about to talk very highly about this game. Yep. With I know all it's of that fucked in mind. Some, with yes. all of that in mind, I know it is fucked with some people. I am yep. giving my viewpoint, which yep. is a viewpoint of someone who gets to play it and it works. Yep. I am sorry for people that do not get to play it. But I'm going to talk about this objectively. It the other get, big asterisk, it will get there. I'm sure it will get. But it will get there. Our respawn are already working on patches. They've exactly. already put out two. I hope that people get to play this. The okay. other asterisk that I'm going to put in front of this is there's a second asterisk. Gonna, yeah, oh my god. I am not going to explicitly talk about story, but there will be minor spoilers that I have to talk about for reasons. Sure. These are all spoilers that come in the first like two three hours of the game. Okay, but I I have to talk about it to give it framework. Okay. Cool. Just so you know. Okay. So if you don't, if you want to go in knowing fucking nothing, don't listen to this bit of the podcast. Yeah. But but suffice to say, that, it's good. Right. You should play it. That out of the way, Jesus Christ, Jedi Survivor is probably the best <laughs> Star Wars game since like Kotar. Like it's 
Yeah, you said you said that in a message good. to me, yeah. and I thought you were high. Like, no, considering that, that game is legitimately incredible. Like, the game itself is legitimately so 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 good. Okay, and it's for for numerous reasons that sure. I, I I guess is what I'm here to talk about. Yeah, so, yeah, basically, Star Wars Jedi colon Survivor is Star the Wars Jedi colon Survivor. Yes, okay, yeah, yep. Is the sequel to Star Wars Jedi colon Fallen Order. Yes. It is the... It, for some reason, these are the Star Wars Jedi games, and then they have the subtitle. Yes. So it's the continuing adventures of Cal Kestis as he lives in the part... The, the realm of the universe in Star Wars where Darth Vader is out trying to kill all the Jedi. He is one of the people that survived Order 66. Yes. And now is out in the world trying to learn how to be a Jedi. Yep. And... His, his his adventures therein sure. uh this game focuses on this is where minor spoiler is going to happen this game focuses on his ability to find a planet called tanalor that is a jedi haven that exists within like a black hole that right that people found a way to navigate back in the high republic so right. the High Republic is the newest era that they invented that's like 3,000 BBY, not 6,000 that's the Old Republic, so yep. it's like halfway in between. Gotcha. Um, that, is all, that is all about Jedi kind of being at their peak. They are, at this point in the world, they are like explorers and like innovators. They're not right. so much like guardians. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. they're out finding new planets, learning new stuff. They're out in the cosmos, and that's kind of what the Jedi do in the High Republic. So we should also and, yeah. just add, if I can add my own third asterisk to all of this, mm. if mm. you are a person who is coming to us doing this newly, first, hello, welcome. Third, mm. uh, second, Callum is a massive Star Wars nerd, and yeah. there's going to be some yeah, stuff yeah. in here that I'm just like, yeah. okay, yes, yeah, sure, dude. Whatever you I'm say. Not, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go super into it. I'm okay, going to keep it in the cool. frame of the game. Cool, but cool, there will cool. be. I will. I will embellish a little bit here cool. and there just yeah, for yeah. full context. Yep. Yep. Um. So yeah, this is they they found this planet in this this black hole and they developed a device to navigate the black hole to find this planet. And it's all about Cal trying to get to this planet before a a bad Jedi, not a Sith, a bad Jedi. A bad Jedi. That, yeah, that is also trying to get to that planet for reasons. Okay. Him and his his one of his friends who is a Gendai, which is a really interesting race that I've only ever seen once before, but I won't get into it. Okay. But so yeah, that's 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 the setup of the story. You're basically it's race against time to get to this planet called Tanalor before the bad guys do. Um the story itself is very it's not typical Star Wars. It's not light and dark. It's very it's 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 very grey. Cal himself is very much a grey a grey Jedi where he's not too light and not too dark where he sees the good in people and sees a lot of like wants people to be good but also realizes there are some people that are too far gone and just need to be dealt with that's the he's kind of in the middle of these two areas uh so it becomes a story about cal kind of trying to find his place in the world like not not see seeing that the good people can do bad things obviously because this like jedi turned and all that stuff but what that means for their goals and meaning in life and all that mm. sort of stuff. So it gets quite existential sure. at points. Um, obviously with Cal's like special ability to like see through time with his like force echo thing. 
he can like touch objects and see the history behind them. Mm-hmm. He gets a lot of flashbacks to the High Republic era. Right. So you see a lot of you see a lot of the history and stuff like that. It's all very interesting. Mm-hmm. And especially because the High Republic's quite new, seeing all this stuff is like, oh, this is what the High Re- the High Republic stuff is it's fascinating because it is like because it's like Jedi at their peak. Yeah. There's a lot of it's a lot of a lot of flash and art and stuff like that. So a lot of the styling of High Republic stuff is like whites and golds and like and really thing- intricate fancy inlaid lightsabers and stuff like that. Like everything looks really pretty and gorgeous. And it's not um, really a time period we've seen a lot of in the fiction so, so yeah, far, not in, right? Not in modern there's there's a bunch of books and there's sure. some comics and stuff like yeah, that, yeah. but it's not it's not been thrust into the forelight of like yeah, a yeah. major release like this. Yeah, yeah. Um so yeah, seeing that is it's really cool. And you get to one of the characters you meet in the game is like a a High Republic droid that had been turned off for a really long time that you mm. meet. And that is a really fascinating interaction to see like, oh, this is what droids were like three thousand years ago gotcha. based what droids are now. So yeah, it's a it is for a for a person that likes the Star Wars universe, seeing all this stuff is fascinating. It's right. a really, really cool thing. It passes um, that it passes that test at least where they've created an yeah, interesting absolutely, story for this. Yeah. Okay. They they have made an interesting story and kind of fed it into the larger world in a cool way and sort of talked about this high cool. republic stuff, which is very, very interesting. Yep. Um so the game itself is very much still like Fallen Order, where it is a very Metroidvania esque kind of game where it's like multiple maps that are big and open that you can run around in and do like little puzzles and stuff like that to find chests or whatever it is but you don't get all of your abilities all at once they don't metroid it where suddenly cal gets amnesia and loses all of his abilities from the first game sure he you start that game quite powerful like you can Uh you can double jump you can do all the lightsaber stuff you have your pull and push and your force trick and all that stuff so you you start that game basically where you left off in Fallen Order, mm. and the game builds on that repertoire from there. Right, um, and it's kind of it's kind of the thing that this game does really really well. Where the comparison I gave to you, which is a comparison I read in an, in one of the reviews that I read online, I can't remember where from, where this game is the Arkham City to Fallen Order's yes. Arkham Asylum. Right, where as a game, a really really solid foundation of a game that the, all they've done is tweaked and built on. And yeah. then made it this kind of amazing open world sort of adventuring game, which is that what taken everyone from the space level, which is what everyone wanted, right? Like everything I saw yeah. of the reviews of the original game were like, "Yo, the second game in this thing is going to be great because they've got yeah. such a good foundation here. They just need to make it bigger and work on it and fix the fucking yeah. map, and then they're good." Yeah, yeah, that's also true. <laughs> yeah. Which they did, and the map works good. fine now. Excellent. It's- there's still there's still some issues where they could do stuff like if you're in the fast travel screen, you can't see mission objectives and like points of interest and stuff oh, like that. Sure. So it's yeah, hard yeah. to tell. You could do better with that yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. but the map itself works now. It's yep. functional. Um, so yeah, it builds a lot to the point where, and the the thing I also sent to you where that game eventually with all of its abilities and stuff like that just becomes like fucking celeste at one point yeah i've seen a lot of footage of like these they seem like they're floating in space style yeah so there's a lot of so the the, you get you get abilities where it's like you've got your double jump and then you get a dash 
and then you get a thing that's like a, an environmental thing that if you go through it, your jumping or dash resets. Yeah. Which is exactly the same as the thing that happened Celeste. in Celeste. Yeah. 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 Where you get, that's how you end up doing all the fucking crazy platforming and stuff like that, where you're just resetting your jumps and dashing over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. And that, which feels amazing. There's a whole fight scene where you first get that ability that's fucking incredible. That, <laughs> like, really, they, they just go, like, okay, you can reset your jump and dash now let's show you what that means and they just do this whole fight scene with it and it's brilliant but i'll yeah. talk about that like towards the end of the year yeah, yeah. um yeah that then gets shown off in these um they call them fractured zones i won't explain the lore behind what it is because it's fucking stupid but okay. um it's basically like a, a, an isolated realm outside of like space yeah and it's time a platforming challenge which is what well, it's, it's, it varies between like platforming challenges and like combat challenges that you yeah. do for extra skill points basically yeah. but the later platforming challenges are legitimately difficult platforming challenges. Yeah. You are doing a lot of like double jumping, dashing through this thing, dashing again, jumping onto like a wire that you swing down that you then jump onto, dash through a thing, slide along a wall. Like they they really start flexing with it. Like they they must have at some point being like realized that like your platforming is pretty good. Like we've mm-hmm. got this solid mechanical platform, but let's really flex and show what they can do with this stuff. Yeah. And it gets wild. <laughs> like there's some crazy ones out there and they're so fun. They're like legitimately really, really good fun to sit and do. Okay. Um, which also, it, it then helps the rest of the game as well, because like, I don't particularly do like hundred percenting of games, sure, especially sure. like big games like this, where there's like yeah. fucking bits all over the map and stuff. Like yeah, that. yeah. But the, the traversal and the combat are just so much fun mm-hmm. that I just run around and do stuff just because I want to, yeah. just because it is, you get these legitimately fun platforming sections or this cool combat, or you find like some hidden boss that you get to go and do. And it's all good. Like it all feels great. Um, they then, okay. See so the, the, the platforming stuff is really good. They build then on his, his combat abilities, which I've seen a lot of footage of, cal with a giant it's so weird to call this character cal but it doesn't matter yeah um yeah cal with like a giant handlebar mustache and like a western outfit and a gun yeah so the his his, his customization stuff is pretty cool you just get to throw hairstyles and mustaches on cal and stuff like you can get some ridiculous looking stuff but the so the, the the combat stuff you have you have all the stuff that you had in the previous game which is single saber double saber and uh double-sided saber like staff and the, saber and these are basically stances right for combat yes yeah, so you pick you pick two and you right. can swap between the two okay um this game expands on it with two more styles which are blaster style right which is one lightsaber one hand gun and the other john which, wick yep <laughs> john wick which i thought was going to be really weird because i didn't know how that worked mm-hmm. and then they showed it off mm-hmm. and the interesting thing about this is so when you fight the high republic person mm-hmm. the person the, the 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 bad jedi his fighting style with his lightsaber is very because it's from a period of history again like i said like flash and style yep. it's very much like fencing right it's very much like like i went to boarding school and learned how yep. to fence it's very like stuck on dueling and stuff like that it's a very yes. if i if Star Wars there down me say it's very style too if I'm gonna get into that. Cool. It's focused yep. on one to one lightsaber combat, but it's like different. Um saber blaster style for Cal is very much like that. His sword is out in front of him mm-hmm. like it's a duel, and he does a lot of like one-handed movements, but you cancel a lot of your attacks with blaster fire. Right. So you can like 
do a couple of hits and then he throws the pistol out or do like a quick sequence and he blaster fires the cancel out of it so what you end up doing is a lot of you either do it for like a crowd management resource where you're like saber fighting with one guy and you're blasting another guy off in a mm. corner or you like get a guy into like a block situation and then when he goes to hit you back you blast their fire and stun them out of it gotcha. it's so it has this weird mix between a very elegant duel style and a scoundrel hand solo ah but you didn't see this gun style it thing sounds, it sounds like how people describe the um bloodborne combat when it's initially there where like the gun's not really a gun the gun is like a canceller yeah or it's like a parry a mechanic or a yeah, cancel a mechanic. mechanic yeah yeah yeah, it's exactly that. It's very much like that. Yeah. Um, but you can do it like mid, mid combo and stuff like that, where you can you either like knock people out of it, or you just basically keep people on the back foot, mm-hmm. where you can do like quick combos and ma- like mash in blaster fire so that they basically never come out a block, and then right. eventually you break their guard and then kill them with it. Makes sense. It's. I didn't think the blaster style was going to be interesting in any way. I thought it was a weird addition, but when you see them implement it, I get it, and it's really mm-hmm. cool. It's such an interesting idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get to the other lightsaber style, which is crossguard style, mm-hmm. which is your your Kylo Ren uh, crossguard lightsaber style thing with the, yeah. the, the big unhindered blade and stuff like that. That thing is unbelievably cool. <laughs> um, okay. It makes, I will preface this, it makes no fucking sense, right? Sure. There is no reason why putting a cross guard on your lightsaber makes it feel heavier to the point right. where yeah, you're doing lights, slow swings and stuff right? like that. Yeah, it's, there's no weight. Like, there's no reason for this. But thematically, sure, I get it. It makes you look like a big old knight with a spy hander yeah. or whatever. Like, I get it. But it doesn't make any sense. But very 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 cool it is a, it is a stance that is all about your attacks are very slow but they hit very very hard mm-hmm. and you have a lot of uh block gauge to like be able to parry out of stuff so you you just fucking hit stuff really hard like it, <laughs> his swings are so big and like heavy and stuff like that. like his the the first move you unlock for it is like literally hold down the attack button and he'll do a bigger swing not right. just like a regular slow swing. He'll like go overhand and fucking come down on the guy. It's and you break block bars like super fast because your attacks are like really damaging and stuff mm. like that. And you get other stuff to modify it where he gets like a big sweep so you can like keep people away from you and stuff. Fascinating style. As someone who played uh, strong style in Jedi Academy when I would mm. do duels online, which mm. nobody fucking used because that game. You kind of had to be fast in that game yeah, yeah. to do stuff because you had to whip your mouse around all crazy. Oh, watching games, watching games of that thing are incomprehensible because it's just like yeah. this shit is moving so quickly. Makes absolutely no sense. But so nobody used strong style because it was like really slow. There was no point in it. But if you fucking hit someone once, they were dead. So it was a really, it was about, it was this really cerebral thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, as an aside, the thing that you could do with strong style at Jedi Academy, right, is is jump attack. It, ju- it basically just does a big jump in the air and a fairly slow slam down mm-hmm. but the active frames on that thing where you can actually hit someone are so long <laughs> that if you jump in the air and land on the ground you can still deal the damage for a bit after he lands on the ground so what you could do is jump in the air land on the ground and then whip your mouse around and he does oh. like a full 360 while on the ground and anybody near you takes the full damage. Sweet. It's crazy, but Excellent. I got people with that so often. I'm like, that's great. <laughs> um, but anyway, so yeah, cross guard style rules. 
I thought that thing was going to be um, too slow to work or whatever because sure. that game it gives you a lot of people all at once. Sometimes mm. I was like, "There's no way crossguard works in that situation." But that's why they give you the two styles, so you can deal adapt on the fly. Yep. So I deal with the I do crossguard style most of the time, but if enemies get too much, I swap the two lightsabers, and that's so you, the so AOE you, stuff. So the so the styles tied to specific sabers, so you basically have two sabers on you at once. Is that no? How? So so and the the way Cal Saber is built is that he has a his pommel at the end has another lightsaber on the bottom of it. Okay. So he can split and have two at once, or put oh, them together and, and have like a saber. Totally different. Independent. Types of... Yeah. Huh, Completely okay. independent sabers. Okay. Uh, really, again, really fascinating lightsaber design sure. that you don't see ever a lot of, but it's kind of like, yeah, you very clearly put this in the game because you thought it was cool, but yeah. now it's it is this kind of like very unique saber. It's kind of why Cal is a lot more unique than another Jedi. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the combat feels awesome in this game it's really fun it is it jumps very well between like oh shit there's a lot of guys here we need to deal with this like aoe sort of style mm. to very clear one-on-one combat very like dark sure. Souls style i'm fighting a boss style thing mm-hmm. um yeah game is fantastic and it jumps between a bunch of different planets there's only like one planet that's like familiar you go to coruscant at one point sure. but the rest of the planets are all like unique and new and have their own they're, they're they're obviously still fucking star wars planets so it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh there's a desert or whatever but like it's it's not you're not fucking going to tatooine for the billionth time or yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. It's, it's this it's sort of unique new. universe um your supporting characters are all still great grease is still great Marin's still me, great like tell tell me about turgle and then right, okay. so there is a the when you're going to gather your team again uh grease your former pilot has opened up a saloon on uh Kobo, which is like a desert mm. frontier planet. Um and part of the game, the side game, or one of the side games, is you building up this town focused on the saloon. So you can huh. find people in the world and be like, oh, you like find people that like you find a, a like a botanist and you're like, by the way, Pylon Saloon back on Kobo has like a garden on top. If you want to go start one there and you want to like get away from this place. And they go, yeah, sure. And then you go and you have a gardening minigame in Pile and Saloon. Um, or you find like bounty hunters and they're like, and they're like, oh, I can offer you bounties. And you're like, okay, how about you go work out a Pile and Saloon and I'll come and get bounties from you. Nice. That sort of thing. So one of the people you first meet when you go to Pile and Saloon is Turgle, who is this, do not know the name of the race. Absolutely oh, zero wait, idea. I have because, it here. He is oh, do you have a... the Wikipedia up? No, I don't have the Wikipedia. I have the article, the, the Polygon article, where it was like, yo, Turgle is awesome. Yeah. Uh, he is a... Oh, no, actually, no, yeah. it doesn't have it. It doesn't have it. Sorry. I didn't think it would, because I think this is probably the first time that uh, that race has come up. Because I've never, I've never seen one before. Uh, yeah, he is an animate frog. Uh, he has two big old bug eyes and a big mouth. Um and yeah, he's great. Turgle's great. He's voiced by someone famous. It sounds like Invader Zim, but I can't remember who the fuck it is. I can look at um, this. Richard Stephen Horovitz, who are you? Um, you were you're so it is Invader Zim, I was right. Okay, yeah. there you go. So yeah, so it's it's voiced by the guy doing who voices Invader Zim. It sounds a lot like Invader Zim. He's a very good comic relief character. Sure. He is a, a puddle puddle of shit. He is not he doesn't stand up to anybody he backs down at conflict the first opportunity but he's very very funny and very likable 
Um, people like Turgle. Turgle's really cool. Um, so Turgle currently on Wikipedia does not have a race. A race? Yeah, yeah. figured. Um, yeah, so that actually it sidetracks me neatly into the pilot and saloon stuff. Yeah, yeah. there's so much shit that is just sort of in the world of this game. So I've said already, there's like bounty collections. There's like a garden that you can build. There is a fish tank that you can go fishing and get special fish. There's uh, this thing. There is, uh, oh Christ, what's it called? Hollow Tactician, which is like a grid-based deck-building tactical combat game. Jesus Christ. Fucking rules, and I have no idea why it's in this okay. game, but it's really awesome. Okay. And they should spin it off and make it its own thing that I can play on my phone. Um because <laughs> it's great. So there there and there's like there's like different currencies and stuff like that. Like you can get stuff that you can unlock uh more styles for cal or more lightsaber parts or more blaster parts. This is the other thing of like the customization in this game is kind of wild, where you can not only customize how Cal looks, you can also customize what his lightsaber looks like, what his blaster looks like, and what BD-1 looks like, mm. with, with various different paint jobs and parts and stuff like that. I could spend so long just building lightsabers. I saw it's the lightsaber building stuff, cool. and I was like, yeah. I'm never going to see Callum again. This is his life is, for the rest of the It is like emitters and hilts and pommels and yep. all individual parts, all customizable, all with their own, like you can put different paints on them. Jesus, I could do that just on its own. Does it affect stats at all, or is it just... Nope, just how it looks. Cool. Do you want your lightsaber to look cool? You build it. My lightsaber looks fucking rad. It's got like a... (laughs) It's like like on it. It looks like it's onyx stone with like cool uh, gold throughout it. It looks amazing. Cool. Uh, I spent so long building that lightsaber. Uh, And the blaster as well also has individual parts that you can just sit and build out to make your blaster look cool if you want. Mm -hmm. There's like... There's no reason for them to put that much work into how your blaster looks if you're using blaster style sure it's there the rest of the time it sits on his hip in a holster Mm -hmm. you barely see it but you know it like you built that blaster you know what that thing looks like and you know how cool it looks and how long Mm -hmm. you spent on it um and it also has paint jobs and stuff like that sure it's it is so cool that they throw that in that because it's the same with your outfits and stuff you can uniquely color them and do them by individual bit and stuff it Really, again, it's kind of part of the reason I think that Cal sticks out in people's minds as like a really unique Jedi, not only because of his like theory and stuff like that, but because you get this amount of uniqueness and craft in it mm-hmm. went through his lightsaber, through his blaster, through his clothes and stuff like that. He has the, this really unique identity mm-hmm. that then lets him, then makes him stick out in people's minds. It is genuinely surprising that Cal Kestis has not shown up in a greater jet Star Wars project yet. Oh, because that must be in the works. It must be in the works done. at some point. Yeah. yeah, like it must be in the. He must be getting put into something at some point. But mm. I hope he does because it's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, that this game is so good. It's okay. unbelievable. I'm trying to think of more stuff to talk about. Oh, right. Interesting point. This is the last bit I'll talk about. Okay. Star Wars lore because yep. this 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 really got me and showed how much they cared about the world of Star Wars and stuff like that. So. Obviously, at this point in the galaxy, there's a bunch of Jedi that are dying. Sure. So there's a bunch of just like fucking lightsabers and stuff lying around. So a bunch of stuff when you meet raiders and bounty hunters and stuff like that, some of them just have lightsabers. Sure. They, they just have lightsabers as weapons because you don't need the force to use it. It's yep. just a bat. So 
And when they use it, they're obviously like very untrained and stuff like that. So they're doing wild swings and mm. they're like, they're doing what anybody else would do, which is like do it, but then also use their like fucking blaster and rocket launcher they have on their wrist and stuff like that. Yep. Very interesting. The really interesting thing that actually made me like put my controller down for a second and be like, Jesus, this is a nice touch. So the thing that people talk about a lot in lightsaber combat when they're not as weird about it as me is mm-hmm. that like why are they why are people not mid fight like turning the lightsaber off and on again yeah as like a uh-huh. yes as like a bait switch tactic right yep. or like something like that to get around blocks or whatever yep. the lore reason behind it is jedi are incredibly honorable and mm-hmm. doing that is not is not honorable it's a yes. trick okay. you shouldn't sure. be doing yes. that as a lightsaber user sure dark side users want to beat you in a fight they uh-huh. want to overpower you and want to show their strength. Beating you with a trick is not good enough for the dark side. They want to beat you. Like, yeah, yeah. As, as good as you possibly can be in your best possible state, they want to overpower you. Mm-hmm. That is the core of the dark side. But then we get to these people who pick up lightsabers and see it as a sword. Mm-hmm. They don't give a fuck. So they are turning the lightsaber off and on in combat. Oh, okay. They are like... Guys with saber staffs are like doing the backswing at you to hit you with the other blade coming at the end and turning it off so that your guard is off and then turning it back on to stab at you. It is uh, no one, no one in the the greater Star Wars universe talks about that because it's like that's the lore reason men they talk about it. Oh, it's like oh, it's Jedi and Seth and stuff like that. This is the reason these guys, they don't do these it. guys are not Jedi. So these guys aren't Jedi. They're just people packing up lightsabers. So they're just like oh, I can turn this off and on whenever I want. Why don't I just do this in the middle mm. of a fight? And it is, it's genuinely quite staggering. The first time I saw it, I was like, Jesus, they're actually, they're doing it. They're doing the thing that people talk about that nobody does. And it's, it's just this little thing that was like, they very clearly looked at the greater lore and been like, this is a thing people bring up. Why aren't we doing this? This makes total sense. Yeah. And yeah, it's, was such a cool little thing. I I lost my mind about it for a That's second. Awesome. It was like so so cool. Um, yeah, like that. I at this point, I'm now willing to accept questions about this game because I've I've said my piece. Yeah, I mean, you you kind of covered everything. Me, like, that game's so good. It's I, so so good. So I think the thing is because I th- I think this is now going to be the thing I pick up next to to take a shot of it. Like, do I? How much yep. from the previous game do I need to know? Is it? Uh, they there there is a there is a like previously three on. minute movie previously on that will tell you the major parts that you okay. need to know. There's not cool. much. It's not it's not super heavy on the lore or story mm. or anything like that. But that video will give you everything you okay. need to know. Cool. Um, it's also uh, kind of like not really is building off of the understanding that you know who these characters are, but not too much. Is that if you know that like right. oh yeah these are people who traveled with Cal before that's good okay. enough. Like okay. that's that's fair it. enough. Um, um, I'll probably end up getting on like PlayStation Five or something like that because to try and skip some of the PC issues, I think. Yeah, um, like I think the P- there are, there are issues. There are issues regardless. Like there are oh, issues really? on every platform. Okay. But yeah, it's, I'll, need to, I'll have a look. Um, so yeah, I will. I will. I will give a head nod to the problems that I've had yeah, with yeah. that game. Yeah, yeah, where there are a couple of bugs that I've had where it's been like a boss has killed me and I've gone gone to do the respawn thing and I hit respawn and it hangs on the screen forever and doesn't load. Right. There has been couple of times the game has just straight crashed on me there has been a couple of times where you get stuck in animations or things don't load correctly or something sure. like that but they these are very minimal bugs compared to the stuff that everybody else is having to deal with right um 
but as a, as a head nod to it's not been a perfect experience for me but sure that's, okay yeah. cool um i'll maybe go look and see what they because i saw some sides i mean it's so difficult to tell now right because of the wide swath of pc configurations but i saw some like yeah exactly footage of, yeah. Footage of pc next to ps5 and ps5 looks better to me but that might be a weird settings thing or, or whatever yeah potentially be, i don't know who knows um yeah cool no I, i'm glad that it's i'm glad that it's, 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 it's done as well as it's it has. really good it, to see that from from something that was uh fallen order which was a game that like didn't really get the head nod when it came out but over time as it like went on sale and stuff like that people yeah. were picking up and being like oh, I yo saw, this is a really interesting idea in the star wars universe i saw like, multiple people on my steam friend list playing fallen order obviously as a like hey maybe i should actually try this thing and see see what yeah. it's doing so like um, mo- most of the time i would see people play fallen order but in like blocks of like two or three at a time mm-hmm. it wasn't like a huge massive hit immediately that everybody was yeah. fucking playing it was like it came out did okay in reviews some people played it then like word of mouth gathered and more people played it then it went on sale and more people played it and then it yeah. went on sale again and more and it kind of got this really slow build yeah and now they've got this sequel that is better in nearly every single way and builds on it mm-hmm. to such a high degree that it is like it is, exa- it is exactly like arkham city like when arkham city keep, people came out and people were yeah, like yeah. jesus christ this thing is good yeah, like yeah. it's I remember that, that level of like oh yeah they've taken these ideas and they've gone to like 10 11 with them and it works like it's yeah i, th- I think for me because this is this is respawn right this is yeah yeah it's full th- respawn yeah. i think this is for me i think i'm just happy to see a star wars game that feels honest is that the right word i don't know like i, I keep what coming back mean? i keep coming back to stuff like um like battlefront 2 where it was mm. like this thing was built for a business model right this thing was built, oh sure yeah like that kind of stuff like it feels like people fucking care about the world and everything that happens in it and want to build a genuinely yeah. good thing as opposed to building a an ea style product right like it feels like they've yeah. built a it feels like they've built a game that the people can care about and actually works and and does all the yeah. things it needs to do again it's like a complete single player thing right there's no there's no total single player experience no microtransactions as far as i know like it just seems like a thing like there is like there's like dlc for like cosmetics and stuff like that but it's not there's nothing there that's like game breaking again like like respawns respawn and arcane actually are two of the studios that i that immediately come to mind where you're just like they're the ones still doing the thing right they're doing big single player like Totally. Things that don't need microtransactions that are not built as live service that are doing the thing that you want these games to do. I'm just I'm just super glad that it it's good. I think I'm, is the yeah, thing. I'm so happy. And like the only they they fixed the like one of the only problems I had with that first game, which was like in that first game, lightsabers felt like a baseball bat. Yeah, like you were bouncing lightsabers at people. This you are like cutting people's limbs off and yeah, chopping them in half with like like stormtroopers just fucking go down like they just <laughs> die to lightsabers which yeah. is exactly stuff like droids and people with like bigger armor and stuff like that take longer but like little guys against the lightsaber absolutely no chance and that's sure. exactly how it should which be like, it should they be. do not serve yeah. a yeah exactly how it should be for a lightsaber yeah it's the lightsaber problems been a thing in, in games for for a long time where it's like how do you deal with this thing that you can't yeah. do anything without Totally. Building a thing that stops things that cut through everything, you know, like vibrate blades yeah. and stuff like that. It was some, it was something that I was talking to. I was literally talking to my boss about it, where 
we were out getting lunch and, I, and he was like oh have you played this jedi survivor thing i was like yeah i'm playing it right now and he was like i don't know that first game felt really weird like yeah you were a jedi but that lightsaber just didn't feel like it and i was like dude this game they solves it. that problem that yeah. they have fixed that problem like they they get what lightsabers are for and how they're supposed to work like yeah. it's top-notch lightsaber combat like it is good. great good well i yeah i will probably end up picking this up that seems like a that seems like yeah. a cool thing I would I I 100% recommend that people give it a go. If again with the caveat that with if the you caveat that we have issues, yeah. yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Um. So there's not a lot of news, so we'll we'll probably just kind of kind of wrap there. Um. I'll very quickly say, uh, I did the I since the last time we talked, I did the final Citizen Sleeper DLC. I yep. Fuck. I had a very emotional reaction to the end of that game uh mm. and uh because of what was written or because of the idea that it's now finally over both Is that the... genuinely like okay, i, I sure. said I, it's a thing my wife said to me a couple of times where like she will not read the final books of series because she doesn't want to leave that world uh, yeah i i have heard that sentiment before and i was like and i was sitting there I was like oh that dlc came out i should really finish that thing and i was like kind of don't want to kind of don't want to yeah. and then i finally got through and then yeah the writing at the end of that thing is again off air at some point but i would like to hear what your ending looked like because it seems like there's a couple of permutations i've, so I've not go. played any of the dlc so oh, i don't know okay you should just do it yeah. from start to finish like they're not hugely long yeah. but like that whole it's real good it's real good oh yeah i um, I, I don't doubt it yeah that, that thing is um, good also yeah fucking that lost in cult stuff yeah so that was the other thing i was going to bring up so they they announced so obviously it's the one year anniversary of of citizen sleeper the week before you're hearing this um and um they had a bunch of announcements there one that the three people involved in making that game are working on a new project they will announce what it is soon um they are um there's a bunch of like they're doing something with the stub stack which i'm still unclear about what it is but maybe worth looking at but yeah, the big thing yeah. was like this anniversary, like what even are they actually calling it? Like it's it's got a name, right? It's Does it have a name? I think it's got like some kind of pile. Well, it's Design Works is like the name of the series. They've done a couple of these. They did one for Yeah. Um what's the other game? Sable, they did another one for these. Sable, they did one. Yeah. Um but yeah, these so are the, the this again, but it seems to be like Lost and Cult seem to be deal, they deal with like big design projects for yes. like British indie games specifically. Yeah. I think Sable's British, right? Uh, I think so. I can't remember, but yeah, they they, they do it, they do stuff like this. But yeah, so this is the it's called um, Cycles of the Eye is basically the thing, and it is um, it's an art book. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah. Sable Sable is a British developer. Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. So it's okay, go. so they've got like this art book called Cycles of the Eye. Um, which is an art book. No, like cycles. It. Cycles of the eyes. The oh, that's the, the tabletop DVD thing. RPG. Okay, yeah. so there's a whole the, bunch the, of design. Design works is just their art book, the book name. That's the. So they've yeah. got that thing. They've got cycles of the eye, which is a solo TTRPG with yep. dice and tarot cards. Yeah, I think is the thing. They've got a vinyl. Yep. They've got yep. prints. They've got a whole bunch of stuff, and then they've got the deluxe edition, which is everything I've basically just said except the vinyl. Plus, yeah, it's the it's like, the it's the it's a fancy it's a fancy box with the the art book, the TTRPG, and yep. all the accoutrement for the yeah. RPG in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, no prints, but yeah, and like patches and stuff like that. Oh as yeah, well. there's, there's some other there. stuff. Yeah, there's like stickers and patches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
yeah, it's a stunning looking box. Because I remember like Oh, it's so good. When, when yeah. we knew they were because they they teased like this Lost and Cult thing ever and they showed like, oh Lost and Cult does like art books, this'd be cool. And I was looking at it going like, oh, this'll be interesting. And in the run up to this anniversary, we were talking about here, we're gonna do some big announcements. I was like, Yeah, this 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 stuff will be cool. And you were like, Well, the thing I want is a tabletop version of this game. Yeah. But they're not gonna do that. Um, well, then, they, they didn't, right? Because what I actually wanted was like a Citizen Sleeper core book. Like, I wanted right, to be yeah. able to run oh, right, this yeah. for people. But, this is yeah. a because, but, but but what they ended up doing was also fine. Like, I yeah. see a solo TPRPG. One is a hard thing to pull off, and two yes. works perfectly for Citizen Sleeper. Like, it makes total sense. Oh, one hundred percent. I'm trying to see. I, I, I was trying to see if I can get the description of the the tabletop. Uh, Citizen tabletop. Yeah, Citizen Sleeper tabletop game. Cycles the eye uses dice and tarot cards. To create a solo journey through the game's location of Erlen's Eye. Uh, over several cycles, you complete challenges, reveal new locations, interact with iconic characters, build a story unique to your session from the included tower deck, um, designed for solo play, uh, collaboration between the people that did it, uh, and Alfred Valley, the creator of solo RPGs like Lay on Hands and Thousand Empty Light, which is not things I'm familiar with. But I, So I've heard, I've heard of Thousand Empty Light before. Okay. That that thing is weird. It's one of these like Xerox RPGs that you print off yourself. Oh, sure, but, sure, yeah, sure. It, it, it's I've heard about it. And apparently, it's fucking weird. But yeah, sure. it, like makes total sense. The, the 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 fact that Citizen Sleeper itself was based on uh, Blades in the Dark, yeah, which is like a very well respected indie RPG. Yep, it ha- already has a good jumping off point. Yeah, so I'm, totally. I, I'm sure that thing will work. Yeah. Um, but man, this thing just looks incredible. Like he's oh, so pretty. It's yeah. so pretty looking. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to. And that. Was, so the 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 way that it worked was they put this release out and they said we'll do a print run if we hit seventy five. Oh, it was like a Kickstarter pounds. kind of thing. It was yeah. like a Kickstarter thing. And after the first day, when I checked, it was at like fifty grand. And then when I woke up on the second day, it was like seventy three grand. And I was like, there's no way they don't hit this. Yeah, they were asking and, for they were asking for seventy five k was their goal. Yeah. And they had it within and, 48 hours. Well, within 48 hours. And they sent out an email being like, this is like far and away our yeah. most successful project ever. Yeah. And yeah. Yep. Um, Which is but, fucking great. Like yeah, for totally. those guys, like that's super good. Yeah. So the, the, the campaign ends July 2nd and then they're aiming to ship first half, first quarter of next year. Because yep. they're, this is all that they are, they are raising funds to do this thing. So they haven't actually made it yet. Mm. Um, meanwhile, I think the, book version of the tabletop game of in other worlds which was gareth martin's previous game game is shipping to me soon because i backed that kickstarter because again incredibly pretty book and uh, it looks like an interesting thing it was a it's a module for what did you say it was mothership was that the name of the mothership yeah yeah that thing looks looks very cool um i think that was kind of everything i've got here yep um stuff coming out tales tales of the kingdom tears of the kingdom the new zelda game is next week yes i am going yep. to wait for some reviews um but that, uh, again are you like no, you know I, I what mean, it's going to be not like, for scores i want to know how bad the performance is like i can't sure, that do that game yeah. if it runs like ass and a lot of the preview some of the preview coverage i heard from people was like yeah there's some there's some stuff here like this game could be incredible but if it runs terribly like i'm just not going to play it like you're, yeah. you're forcing me to get my switch out again and do all that kind of stuff. I'm just like, maybe not. Um, 
What else is there? Uh, that's kind of it. Bolt yeah, so Gun. Tears, Tears of the Kingdom and next would be Bolt Guns the week after twenty third. The, the next day, it's the twenty third. So it's the week. Podcast, it's the, yeah. not the week after. Not the week after Tears of the Kingdom. It was the week after that. Week after that, yeah. Um, There's also the Amnesia game, yeah. which I'm just interested to see. Amnesia games, see what they do. And apart and that. That, that System Shock remake is apparently supposed to be out at the end of the month. Yeah, like it's still listed here. It's still yeah, on this it's list. It's still listed that it's coming out the thirtieth. Like a thing I've not heard anything about. S- nope. in a while. No, I heard a single word about it. That they've not said anything. They've not confirmed anything. They've not delayed it. Man. If that game just sort of shows up, that's fine. Like that's oh yeah yeah totally cool. But yeah, and then oh that was that was maybe the other bit of um, news. They announced the date for Armor Core, right? Uh, yeah, o- August, August twenty yeah. fifth. Yeah, that game. Yep. Um, with some more, with some actual gameplay, and it looks like Armor Core. And um, sure, yeah, good. Yep. I can't wait to can't talk wait. about what that thing is. I um, can't wait for the internet to go on fire. Oh yeah, my god! Right, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna live off it for ages. It's gonna yeah. be. That's everything. Uh, we've got gameindustry.com is the name of the website. You can find the videos, articles, the podcasts are up there. Uh, youtube.com slash gaming start subscribe there get notified to put new videos up we are on facebook and twitter and co-host if you search gaming you start you find us there podcast at gamingstart.com is the email address if you want to get in touch and that's us stay safe enjoy whatever you're playing and we will see you in two weeks goodbye goodbye